Welcome to Elevate. My name is Ellie Stiles, intuitive channeler, yoga instructor, and holistic wellness enthusiast. I am bringing you conversations to help guide you towards better ways of thinking, feeling, and doing. If you push play today, know that you are in the right place at the right time and there are messages for you. I am so grateful that you're here and I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation. Let's begin. Hello, welcome back to Elevate with Ellie Styles. I'm so grateful that you have arrived here today. Everything is so intentional. Everything is on purpose. Everyone you meet, every podcast you come across, every opportunity that is placed in your path, every inconvenience, every synchronicity is so intentional. And so I truly believe that you arriving here is intentional as well. And for that, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that our paths can cross wherever we are in the world, miles apart or a town over. So welcome. I'm so happy to have you today. I was on a walk in Florence, Italy. That's where I'm living at the moment and felt really called to talk about healing today. And truly before every episode, I call in what needs to be shared or I meditate on what needs to be heard for all the listeners that come across that specific episode. So I really do channel what is intended for whoever whoever comes across this episode that needs to be heard. So there's a very divine and sacred process that goes into that. And so know that this is for you in some way, shape, or form. There could be one message. There could be 10 for you here. Um, but I, this actually is inspired from a moment that I had the other day where, and I've shared this on the podcast a few times, but I struggled with depression for seven years. And a big part of my healing journey was teaching myself and rewiring my brain to think positively again, because it wasn't natural. And my brain was wired in a way in which it was organically producing the negative thoughts and reinforcing the negative thought patterns because that is simply what I had been practicing for years. And if you don't know this, you can rewire your brain. Your thoughts are not uncontrollable. And there was a point where I thought that that was the case. I was like, who can control thoughts? Like I can't even wrap my hands around them. Like how could you even do that? They just come and go as they please. And through my work with Dr. Joe Dispenza and his teachings and his books and meditation, I have learned that technique that you, yes, you can rewire your brain and change your thoughts. And I do have an episode on that. So you can go back and find, I think it's six steps to change your thoughts and transform your mind. And I'll teach you step-by-step on how to do that. But I had this moment the other day where I was just in a low vibration And I wanted to go back to that depressed space. Like my brain was craving that space. And I just sat with it for a moment. And I I did start to go there. I immediately felt my body feeling at home again, in a sense. It was like, oh my gosh, you were here for so long. And then you taught yourself to be in a different space. Welcome home. (laughs) It was like an addiction you know, and it it is an addiction. Thought patterns are addictive, but the power of how strong those past thoughts were 
it was like I had tasted a drug again. And I was just, my body felt like it was in a familiar space again. And it was such a teaching moment for me because I haven't let myself go there in a very, very long time. I think ever since I really started the commitment to changing my thoughts and changing the way that I thought, I rarely let myself let my thoughts go back to that space and to stay there. But I had a couple of hours, honestly, where I was just, whoa, like I spent so much time here in this field. It was like nostalgic almost, which sounds kind of weird. But my point in sharing this is that in your healing process, healing doesn't mean that you won't ever experience those emotions again or you won't ever experience triggers again. Healing is compassion. Healing is finding awareness. Healing is learning awareness. It's learning unconditional love for yourself. It's learning forgiveness and compassion. And healing is learning how to show up for yourself when those moments arrive, when those triggers arrive, when you feel tempted to go back to a space that you know was no longer serving you. And this can be a mental space, a physical space, a spiritual space, a body space. You know, there's so many different ways that we can revisit past emotions and past experiences. This can be a relationship. This can be an old pattern of behavior. And I'm not advising you to let yourself go there. (laughs) I'm just saying that prepare yourself to know that you could be triggered again or you could experience similar emotions then that might move you and remind you of your past. But in those moments, you have a choice. And I'm holding myself accountable and being honest and transparent that I I chose to go there for a little bit of time. (laughs) And I recognized after that I have been choosing to stay on the path. I have been choosing to stay positive. And it actually brought a sense of appreciation for my commitment. You know, it was almost like, wow, Ellie, you've you've been really, really committed. You haven't gone here in a really, really long time. And it just did not feel good. And it almost reinforced like, I don't want to go here again. And that is when you know that you are creating true change. When you are almost tempted with an opportunity to act as you would in the past, but you choose something different because you know that it's a choice. You know that you are not a victim to your thoughts. You know you are not a victim to your circumstances. You have the power. And time will pass regardless of the choice that you make. And something that really pushed me through to create change in my life was recognizing that I could live in my past forever, but I wanted to create a better future. And I wanted to give that energy to my future rather than the past. But what's so fascinating is that those emotions from our our traumatic events and from really challenging moments in our life can become so familiar and so addictive And 
I truly believe that that's one of the reasons why we stay stuck in so many patterns because it's what our body knows. Our body knows unsafety. And something else that I'm really working through right now, and I, I want to be open and transparent that, you know, even though I'm here teaching and guiding, I, I've, I'll be healing shit my entire life. And that's, that's just life. And I know there's this idea that we progress in a linear way. That's how we've been taught in so many different ways. That's how we're taught in school. You know, we're, we're progressing grade by grade by grade, or we're moving up degree by degree, whatever it might be. Healing is not linear. Healing is a lifetime of learning unconditional love for yourself and unconditional forgiveness and compassion. Healing is not coming to an end and never being triggered again or never feeling emotional about something again, or completely forgetting about a really significant event. It's how you show up for yourself when those moments arrive that challenge you, that maybe are hurtful, that maybe are really, really dark. Where do you go from there? Where does your mind go in those moments? And as you do this work, as you increase your level of self-awareness, as you learn to love yourself unconditionally, there will be less resistance towards those moments. It will be less of trying to escape them, which I know I'm guilty of so many times. You know, when those low vibrations hit, when those traumatic triggers hit, I want to escape. I want to overproduce. I want to run away. I want to over-caffeinate, maybe drink smoke a joint, because it's uncomfortable. And no one wants to be there, right? But it's so necessary. There's always a teaching moment in those uncomfortable times. And we know that they're temporary. We know this. And so, again, I want to be transparent as I am sharing with you guys on ways to better yourself, mind, body, spirit, that I am walking with you. No teacher, no guru, no master is ever walking ahead of you. And I'm not saying that I'm a master, (laughs) but anyone that is sharing guidance in the world, they're walking side by side you. We are all walking side by side, living this human experience together learning from each other, helping each other heal. And something I'm really working through right now is hyper-independence. Because of my past trauma, there was a moment where I just said, Ellie, you have to survive. You don't have time to feel this. You don't have time to go there. You don't have time to process this. You just have to survive. And so I survived. And I taught myself to survive. But the... The challenge in that was that I didn't fully work through those emotions of what I had felt when that tra- that traumatic event happened. And I, I will go into really more of my story. I've, I've shared so many bits and pieces throughout the podcast, but I have a special guest in the next few months and we will talk about it and go into depth. And I think it will teach a lot of you, especially women, um, on abandonment and your body and really creating a safe space within yourself because survival for me meant protecting myself. And 
I think when we go into that mode, we go into that survival mode, that is when we run away from anything that could potentially threaten that safety. And we become hard. We become defensive. And we live from a place of fight or flight. We're no longer living in a place of flow. And my my whole body just relaxed after saying that because it feels hurt in this moment. (laughs) Because it's like, yeah, Ellie, we've been in fight or flight for years because you're just trying to protect yourself. And so one of my lessons right now is really learning to soften, learning to know that it's okay to be vulnerable, that it's okay to let my guard down, to not fear pain again, to not fear disappointment again, to not fear abandonment again, right? Because all of my defense mechanisms are here to protect me and say, don't go in that direction. Don't engage with that person. Don't do this or that because you're going to get hurt and it's not safe. But if we constantly live in a state of protecting ourselves from feeling, which is what I do regularly, (laughs) I'm like, nope, we're not going to go there. We're missing out on the depth of this human experience. And this brings me back to healing and being linear. You will inevitably feel so many different things in this lifetime. And instead of preventing what you're afraid of, I want you to embrace it. And I know that's easier said than done. But if you can live from a place of embracing and not from a place of trying to protect yourself, you're going to experience so much more fullness in this life. Because when we are protecting ourselves in a way that is, you know, acting in survival mode and fight or flight, we miss opportunities and we miss experiences that are here to teach us. And even those ones that might hurt us, that might challenge us, are so often our biggest blessings. And we can't live a life of trying to move around all of those blocks because they're teaching us. Now, I'm not saying to live a life expecting to be hurt or expecting to feel darkness. But when you can accept and come to peace with that, that darkness and light are intertwined, that they are necessary, that we need both, you won't be so afraid of the dark. You won't be so afraid of getting hurt. You won't be so afraid and you won't be so focused on protecting yourself and you'll have more energy to fully immerse yourself in the human experience and enjoy more and put yourself out there more and take more risks because you know that you're divinely guided and whether you're guided towards something that's light or that's dark or that's heavy or that's a feather and that's joy that's love that's pain like you know that there's beauty and there's purpose in all of it and so I think it's so important to remind yourself that if you are in a state of healing right now if you're saying okay I have to heal this I have to heal my broken heart I have to heal my abuse I have to heal my self-loathing I need to heal my addiction whatever it is 
understand that you don't have to separate yourself from the world or isolate yourself to do that. And you don't have to put up four walls to heal. You don't have to be alone to heal. You don't have to ignore other facets of the self or other experiences in this life to strictly focus on healing because everything around you, everything you immerse yourself in is going to have an impact on your healing journey. I think it's so important to remember too, you know, what choices will you make? How will you support yourself in those moments? And what external support do you need? I asked, I was, uh, um, I had a conversation with a friend the other day and she just shared what she was moving through. And I just said, you know, what support do you need? What tangible support do you need from me as a friend? And she said, I just need every few days. I need a reminder of encouragement that I can do this to do this. I need a push. And it was such a beautiful exchange because we need to ask for our help sometimes. And I think If you're in this work, it's easy to just rely on the self and be like, you have to do this. And that's what I did, you guys, when I was getting into this and I'm still learning to receive help because of my hyper independence, because I think that being independent and being alone was safe. I, it was really hard for me to ask for help and it still, it still can be really cringe for me. I'm like, Ooh, no, like Ellie, you got it. You don't, you don't need anything else. You don't need anybody else. But we're here to help each other heal. And it isn't weak to accept help. It isn't mm, I'm at a loss for words at the moment because it's just so the power of having someone else offer their love to you. And offer their support to you is so powerful. And do not underestimate the amount of love that people have to give to you. Especially if you're one to do it alone. Especially if you're one to do it in the background. To be quiet about it. To move through those spaces alone. I think loneliness and doing this work alone can even make it worse. It's important to have time for solitude. It's important to go inward, but there's a balance. And there is a point in time to call on the people that you love or to hire a life coach or to hire a therapist or to listen and tune into a podcast that you know is going to help you. Like truly any form of external guidance will accelerate your growth through and through. If you think you can do it all by yourself, I'm not doubting that you that you can or that you can, but I am just saying there will be so much more beauty when you allow other people into your space, when you allow their love to enter your field. And if you can just receive that, if you can receive that love and support, because I can promise you there are people out there that that want to help you, that want to help hold your hand and walk you through and show you parts of the way. And it isn't weak and it isn't a sign that you can't do it by yourself. It's just that we came into this world to be with people. 
You were created by two people. We are not meant to be loners on this on this earth. And for someone like me that is so independent and so self-sufficient and sometimes thinks that no one else understands me or knows the answer and there's a stubbornness about me that I'm like, well, what's the point in asking for someone's help? They don't get it. Even if they can't fully understand what you went through, even if they have never gone what you've gone through, if I haven't, if your neighbor hasn't, if your family hasn't, if your best friend hasn't, they can offer you something, whether it be love, compassion, a listening ear, encouragement, anything that is going to further push you along. And I was also chatting with a friend about healing and she was just really going through it. Just went through a breakup and she was just really hurting And I could feel her wanting to escape that, escape the pain. You know, how do I, how do I get through this? What do I do? And that's a part of the process, that questioning that, where do I go from here? We can't escape the necessary steps of, of processing and healing. We won't get to a place where, getting broken up with doesn't hurt or getting rejected doesn't hurt or getting cheated on doesn't hurt or being abused doesn't hurt. Like healing is not getting to this place where nothing affects us. And for so long, I believed that. I was like, if I'm healed, nothing will affect me. Not one thing. I won't ever feel a thing again. Like I'll just be a positive fucking rainbow all the time. Guess what, Ellie? That's just not life. (laughs) I can learn how to better manage and understand the situations that I'm in, the experiences that I have. I have a broader way of looking at life. I have more perspective. And I have a foundational belief that everything's happening for me. So even if it does bring up uncomfortable emotions, I understand that it's in my best interest and it's in the best interest of the collective. So that brings me peace. But that doesn't mean that you won't ever feel something again. And I think when we move into that space, we become a little bit numb. And we become hardened. And it almost just cheats us of the whole human experience because it's a part of it. So ask yourself if you're really moving through something right now. When you're triggered, when those emotions come up, what choice will you make to support yourself? How will you support yourself? How can you show up for yourself in those moments in a loving way? Not in a critical way, not in a judgmental way, which I know can be hard. How can you show up for yourself? Sometimes we need to go inward. Sometimes we need to get the fuck out of that energy and move it. This is something that I practice on the daily is if I am in a vibration that I don't want to be in, I ask myself, do I need to go inward or do I need to go outward? Yesterday, I needed to go outward. I needed to exert energy, and I'm kind of in that phase right now. I'm in a balance of the inward and outward. 
of just exertion and running and jumping and yelling and breathing. And other times I need to meditate. Other times I need to go a day without caffeine. Other days I need to turn off my phone. Other days I just can't see people. I need to be with myself. So understand what your heart is calling for you in this moment. And it will guide you. It will take you there. You just have to listen. And I think we're so tied to this idea that if we are not doing, we aren't getting closer to where we want to be. If we are not doing therapy, if we are not doing our workouts, if we are not doing more to work on our business goals, if we are just being, that we aren't moving forward. And that's just not true. Simply being with yourself is actually key to finding presence and to finding peace that will actually accelerate your journey when you can learn to be with yourself and understand that so much is working for you behind the scenes this kind of leads me into a whole nother topic so I'll touch on it for a bit but you know as we are progressing and moving forward You will go through phases where you feel super, super inspired to work, to do, to create tasks, to get them done. When those moments arise, go after them. Take all of the inspired action that you need to get closer to what you want. When you're feeling called, when you feel that drive, when you have that energy, go after it. There will be moments where you will experience on the other spectrum, that you aren't feeling inspiration, that you aren't feeling called to do, but you think that you should be, and so you force it, and you push, 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 push. And I want you to completely clear all of the conventional ways of progression, that if you do this step, you will get here. If you post at this time because of the algorithm, you will get here energetics cancels all of that shit out okay energetics is everything if you create something on instagram a story a post or you create a pitch or you create i don't know a new product and they're saying okay it should be launched at this time you should pitch at this time you should email this person at this time are there some strategies that work of course But if in that moment you are energized and you're like, this is so right, this feels so right in my body to post this at 1 p.m., but I should be posting this at 6 a.m., whatever, you know, whatever it is, just do it. Focus on the feeling, focus on the energy behind what you're doing because that will lead you to success. That will bring you further along. That will bring you into alignment. And when you are feeling called to rest, when you are not experiencing that inspired action, that doesn't mean nothing is getting done just because you aren't doing anything. You're co-creating with the universe. So you don't have to do everything. There is a time and space for inspired action and there is time and space called for rest and for re-inspiration, and for filling up your cup creatively. And that time and space is so necessary. It's so necessary to get you to the next step. And I'm in a state of that right now where I have a brand new podcast. Well, we have, what, almost 60 episodes in, but I'm building my business. And 
I have never worked with such ease in my entire life. And the conventional conditioned part of my brain is like, Ellie, get the fuck to work. Like, why are you shopping and having spritz at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday? And the universe is like, because that's that's what you should be doing. <laughs> you're in a phase where you're supposed to enjoy. You're supposed to go inward. You're supposed to focus on the moments where it feels really good and really aligned. And you're just learning a new way of being and it's uncomfortable because society is telling you to do it a different way but your intuition and your gut knows that this is the way and your way might feel different for you you just have to tune in and feel see how it feels in your body i'm not saying sit around and drink spritz and don't do anything <laughs> you just have to listen you know i worked my ass off for three three years And so right now for me, it is a time of rejuvenation and gaining my creativity and making space, but just tune into what feels organic and good for you. And those moments of rest are not setting you back. They're not going to put you behind. Your destiny can never be rushed. So those moments are intentional and savor them. This came through so strongly for me the other day. Savor those moments where you feel the call to rest, where you feel the call to not do so much because typically that period is setting you up for a period of a lot. Like after that, there's a lot coming for you. (laughs) And that's what I feel so strongly right now is like, enjoy the rest, Ellie, because there's going to be some momentum coming for you soon. And I can feel that in my body. I think my body's preparing as well. So Trust what you're hearing. Trust where you're being led. It's really about listening and and really following what you're being told and what your body's feeling into. You are the only version of you. You're the only you on this earth. Only you know. Only you feel. And when we're working with energy, we are leaving behind standards. We are leaving behind societal expectations of how to do something Follow how you feel. It doesn't have to make sense. It probably won't make sense. Follow how you feel and trust that you are guided and supported and loved. And you will always, always end up where you need to be. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so happy to have you and just hope you go out into the world feeling inspired and empowered and embrace the entirety of this human experience. And if anything resonated today, go head over to Apple Podcast, leave a review. I love hearing your feedback. Let me know what resonated the most, what you're taking with you. And I hope you have a beautiful day and we'll see you soon for a new episode.